Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing. Which is what you should be doing. Should be doing. Yeah, that <laughs> voice, you should. Have you know, ever noticed that a lot of creative people are pretty neurotic? Yes. Yes. No, I have no idea. What do you mean? What are you talking what about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, very neurotic. And I think that's maybe one of the reasons that we are creative, because I find that normal people are not particularly funny. Mm. Have, have you found that? <laughs> yeah, it's well, it, or just not particularly creative. You know, they're the they're the Oh, this is going to sound so terrible. <laughs> what I like to call the the primetime CBS audience, you know, just give me the same thing I'm used to getting all the time and then I'll be fine, you know. Yes, yeah, so well, I'm taught. I mean, I remember a girl in class who um, just was not funny. And we always go, uh, comedy is the bad news about yourself, mm-hmm. right? And so um, people would go in the class and the first day of comedy class, we always go, all right, uh, anybody divorced? And, and go, yeah, yay, who can't lose weight? Yay! You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, and then there was one girl who went like, mm, no, none of it. And I go, well, you know, have you ever broken up? No, I'm married, my husband loves me. Well, do you have kids? Are they, uh, te- Yes, I have a teenager. Oh, that's great, so mm. you're really having a hard time. No, he hugs me all every day, and he's giving me the passwords to all his online activity. <laughs> Really? But I trust him, so I don't check it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I guess if I have a problem, I can't I can't seem to gain weight. Yeah, everything I eat goes right to my breasts. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you get out of the class. Oh, There's yeah. no way you can be funny. Mm-hmm. However, very often, people who are um, neurotic um, are self-absorbed. And... So your neuroses can help you create material, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it can prevent you from having a career and getting paid. Yeah. So I want to talk about today how your neuroses, you can find your purpose in all the shit that has happened to you. Mm-hmm. All the things that have happened to you in childhood, all the things that were maybe disappointing, really can help you find your branding of who you are as a writer, as a comedian, Mm -hmm. um, but can stop you from having success. So that's what I thought I'd like to talk about today. Okay. So, and you, I love how you put it that, you know, like usually the most quote unquote normal people are boring. They're not funny. They're not interesting because it's just like, because that conflict, that, that, that stress, that's where real interesting stuff happens. If you go to a movie and it starts and we introduce a bunch of characters and there's no conflict, you're going to ask for your money back when it's over. You're going to be and like, it's a lie. Yeah. Well, I think basically it's a lie. Mm-hmm. Like everything's great yeah. is a lie. How mm-hmm. are you? Fine. We go, we, every day we lie. How are you? Yeah. Great. How are you? Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lie, lie, lie. Because the nature of being human is is really troublesome. As mm-hmm. soon as you wash your car, it's going to rain. Yeah. Right. As soon as you're in your office and you you know go put your phone down and you're waiting for a call and you go in the bathroom and pulled out your, your pants, the phone's going to ring. Yep. Right. I mean, it's always 
something as Gilda Radner said. Mm -hmm. So it's a lie to say that everything is great. Nothing is great. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, nobody wants to go to a comedy club and hear, you know what I love? Life is so beautiful. No, it's not. We want to hear (laughs) it sucks. And that's why people are paying, you know, $10 to have a beer, to watch a comic, because we want to hear, you know, neurotic is funny. But... It stops, what I see is that it can stop somebody from having a career. So mm-hmm. I want to show how um, neuroses um, can create such narcissism mm. that it prevents you from connecting to other people. So there is a tipping point where narcissism is serving you because it's yeah. you know essentially creating all sorts of great content for you to share. But then if it goes too far to one side, then you become narcissistic. You're isolated. You know. Yeah, and you and can't read doing- signals from other people mm. or from your social media, mm-hmm. or you have such a disinterest in other people that you can't see what their needs are. And you know, I hear this all the time from agents. Um, who get hit, you know, on all the time for representation. Mm-hmm. And a guy was, you know, he says, I'm, I was carrying all these books, and someone said, here, here's my um, headshot, my picture. And it's like, can't you see I'm carrying all this stuff? I mean, mm-hmm. that's the level I'm talking about. Yeah. So, um, so and it, and, and it just this narcissism, um, really can lead to depression, which of course leads to isolation and not connecting with other people, mm-hmm. meaning your audience, meaning people who can help you sell and represent you. So um, I had I had a situation, um, I was coaching um, a girl, and there's an exercise that I give in my book, The Message of You, and this is about write your eulogy. Mm-hmm. And so she wrote her eulogy, and I said something that was a little critical of it, mm-hmm. um, because I said, you're selling yourself too short. You know, give your eulogy, like someone's, you've died, mm-hmm. and how do you want to be remembered? So this is the exercise to, to go, what their purpose in life was. Like, like this person really inspired me, mm-hmm. and she was selling herself short. Mm-hmm. Okay, just putting. Which is funny because that's not really a criticism. That you're actually wanting her to 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 build herself up a little bit more, and yeah, I mean, I guess she took that as as something bad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but maybe I was a little too harsh. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe I did it in such a way. I mean, I have when I'm online and coaching people, I have a real short period of time. Mm-hmm. I don't really have the time to. You know, sugarcoat things. I just think, no, you're bigger than that. You're, you make more of an influence, you know, than the sort of pedestrian things you're saying that you do for people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she writes me an email saying how harsh I was with her, and mm-hmm. how horrible I was. And okay, I go, I'll give her um, a free private. Okay, right. So I give her a free private. And I love this because I, I learned so much from working with her, her and she's a, she's a wonderful person. But she reveals to me that she grew up with very harsh parents mm-hmm. who always criticized her 
or ignored her. So she never got any mirroring or support or going, that was great. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I can, it's obvious how then in life everybody becomes your parent and judging, and that's what happened to me, right? And she goes, yeah. And so how did that affect you? Well, I didn't want to do the course anymore. I didn't want to do anything anymore, right? I go, okay. Now, so this is where people get stuck. Mm-hmm. Someone said something harsh to me. An agent rejected me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, somebody um, stopped me, just like my parents did. Mm-hmm. And and then I asked her more about this criticalness, and and she goes, "What does your voice sound like when you criticize yourself?" Well, I don't feel I'm very good, and I don't. And anyway, she went on and on. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I think a lot of people listening to this have felt the same way. Um, And this was for a speaking consultation where someone wants to speak and be a speaker and be Mm -hmm. out there in front of people and be a funny speaker, but with a message and be on purpose. So that's where people get stuck with their purpose Mm -hmm. in life. Like I'm not worthy and something happened in childhood and I keep repeating it and they're locked in themselves. Okay, here's the turn. Mm -hmm. This is the question I asked her that she had never thought of. Do you think other people feel this way? Mm. Do you th- let's just talk about women. Do you think other women feel this way? And she goes, I've never thought about that. Okay. Ah. Turning point here. Because, like I said, narcissism, um, self-reflection, neuroses is really good to help create material. Mm-hmm. But will stop your, your career in the track. Because it stops you from connecting to your audience. So I've never thought of that before. Mm -hmm. Well, don't you think other people have this problem? She thought about it. Well, I guess so. I said, I certainly have had. I certainly relate. What advice would you give me Mm. to get out of it? Well, I've never thought about this before. So this is... This is... As, as speakers who speak on their message, you just can't get stuck in your own story. Mm-hmm. You have to go, I have felt this. I bet other people have felt that. You substitute the word you with I. So mm-hmm. how many of you feel you're not worthy? How many of you have parents that were critical? How many of you feel that nothing you do is just good enough? Now, what's what's happening? She's expressing something she knows, but she's connecting to an audience, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, now, what tips would work for, for other people? And then we started to come up with some of them, and she, she came up with, with some some real good ones, you know, um, I think some of them we've even discussed on this podcast about tell your inner critic to go F itself, yeah. right? <laughs> like, have a comeback. Yeah, don't have, let it have the have last have word. Let... You know, don't wait for others to appreciate yourself. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, write a list of everything you did well mm-hmm. and thank yourself. You know, assortment of things to do. Okay, <laughs> so what we're talking about here now is taking your your anxiety and turning into action. Mm-hmm. Anxiety to action to 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 help other 
people. And as soon as you become a, a, a voice of inspiration for other people, watch what happens to your own critical thinking. It goes away. Yeah. So I found, I, I, when, when I was talking to her, I was just really thinking how our neuroses creates the material, mm -hmm. but we can't have a career without connection to other people. Mm -hmm. We can't have uh, followers on social media unless we have connection. Mm -hmm. to other people we can't have fans unless we care about them yep empathy empathy but it's not about us mm -hmm. it's about our empathy for others <clears throat> and i think that's why big stars like lady gaga um will actually give her fans a name mm -hmm. like my little monsters oh yeah right oh yeah. how's my little monsters She's talking right to us. So yeah. she's not just talking about how I grew up, I felt ugly. I felt like a monster. Mm -hmm. She's going like, I know you're like me. So my, my advice that I give to those of you who are writers or comics or speakers is, yes, be honest with your stories about yourself and your jokes about yourself and be, be truthful and be you know, involved with yourself. Mm -hmm. But at certain point, use that to connect with other people. Mm -hmm. Use your own stories to build the bridge. Turn your anxiety into action steps for others. And if you haven't asked that question, that question is so good, is, you know, how are others feeling about it? And if your answer to that is, I never really thought about it, then you know right away that you're starting to slip from that neurotic level of creation into that neurotic level of isolation and narcissism. What you're talking about reminds me of the Mark Maron joke where he talks about, you know, I, I'm supposed to understand empathy and, and what empathy is is understanding the feelings of the person that I'm yelling at. <laughs> you know, and that's that's a great, you know, kind of because, you know, it's, when you start uh, – passing that point of of where your neuroses is basically not serving you anymore and it's cutting you off that's when you know you got to pull it back and that great indicator is well i've never thought about how other people feel about that well there you go maybe you should start thinking about that yeah there's there's an interesting um documentary called um a mime it's about um a meme it's about the influencers and paris hilton mm -hmm. and about a comic called um the big jewish oh, i've never heard of it yeah you but, never heard of him mm -hmm. well um he was asked about re um if he's retiring if he and he's retiring at 25 and he and they said oh you have how much money do you have well apparently he has millions and millions of dollars oh, wow. to last him in his entire lifetime well how did he get that he started having empathy about um who his followers were what did they like what didn't they like and so what he created was a wine in a can a ro he noticed that everybody his followers had their brand of tequila mm -hmm. their favorite brand of vodka but when it came to rosé um no one knew mm -hmm. what their favorite rosé was 
So he created it. He manufactured it. He got seed money from Budweiser. Oh, jeez. Now he's a multi-billionaire. He created these products just for his followers. And that was, he took something, he listened, he empathized, and then was able to take that and turn it into something huge. Right. I don't know if he has a drinking problem, (laughs) but that would be excellent because that's perfectly illustrates what I'm talking about is Mm -hmm. like, what it, what what's going on and personally in your life, mm-hmm. but discover the bridge to connection with other people, and that's how you sell your services. That's how you become successful, or that's how you diversify, mm-hmm. or you understand. I know a lot of comics are using this technique to, you know, they they get a phrase or something that gets like a lot of hits on their social media, and they turn it into. Um, a T-shirt. Yeah, I think some piece we should of talk about this in another mm-hmm. podcast because I think this element of taking what you're doing and having different outlets for your purpose oh, in yeah. life mm-hmm. to make a living would be a good one. Oh, Keep absolutely. that in mind. Write that great. down. I will. I will write that down. So, what would be a really great exercise for people to do? Something very tact. Uh, you know, uh, something very direct that they could that they could do to help. One, discover if they're getting over that point of, to that level in their own neuroses where they're actually hindering themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what's that next step to create that Okay, the step is on your social media to to, um, engage others, not just by talking about your life, but you could talk about your life and go, has anyone else had a similar experience? Mm -hmm. And to engage people. Because social media is called engagement. Yes. It's not just you talking about yourself, but it's about interacting and discovering what's going on with other people. So take whatever neuroses that you have, write about it a little bit, mm-hmm. and social media, what, whatever you're, you're on, and then go... How many of you have felt that? Or mm-hmm. what kind of situation have you had? Or now they have instant polls that yep. you can do. And get to know the people following you. Yeah. And watch how you get more followers that way. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.